Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. An animal always attacks for a reason. At the same time, their reasons aren't always obvious. For example, stray dogs usually attack if they're hungry or if they're protecting their puppies or territory. If you've done everything possible to prevent the dog from charging at you, and it still attacks, you need to remember the following rules. Do not shout at the dog, even if you can't think of anything else to do. The dog will perceive shouting as a sign of aggression and this will only make the animal angrier. If you have an ultrasonic dog repellent on hand, use it immediately. This device emits high-frequency sound waves as soon as you switch it on. You won't hear a sound, but the dog will. This type of noise irritates animals and makes them feel uncomfortable. That's why, if you're lucky, the dog will run away. If the dog charges at you, Try to cover its head with your jacket or sweater as soon as the animal gets within your reach. While the dog is distracted, make your retreat. Try to put an object, such as a tree, post, bench, or your neighbor, between you and the animal. Well, maybe not your neighbor. If there's an opportunity, you can even climb a tree. The dog won't be able to follow you there. Just watch out for aggressive squirrels. If you don't have any outerwear with you, Throw your bag or any object you have on hand to the side. This will distract the dog. As a result, the animal may attack the object first, giving you some time to run away. And if you have some food in your shopping bag or your lunchbox, for example, a turkey sandwich or a piece of sausage, throw it to the dog. Maybe that's what the animal wants from you anyway. If you haven't managed to distract the dog and it's still after you, cover your neck with your hands. The neck is one of the most vulnerable parts of the human body. There are too many major arteries and veins there to leave it unprotected. If you realize you'll be bitten no matter what, the safest place for the dog to bite you is your shin or forearm. At the same time, the danger can escalate dramatically if you get attacked by not one, but a whole pack of dogs. Well, it's just not your day. In this case, do the same thing you would if there was just one dog. The only crucial difference here is that you mustn't let the dog surround you. Try to stand with your back to a wall or fence. Do not run. The dogs will, without a shadow of a doubt, chase after you. Because at that moment, you look to them just like a juicy tennis ball. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A dog's body language can speak volumes if you know what signs to look for. For example, if a dog's ears are tightly pressed back against its head and it's growling, guess what? You better stay away. 
Don't approach such an animal unless you want to provoke an attack. But if avoidance fails and the dog still looks ready to charge at you, remember the following. Do not try to calm the dog down or smile at it. Animals perceive a smile differently than you do. While a smile means friendly intentions to a human, a dog will think that you're baring your teeth to challenge it. Avoid direct eye contact and sudden movements. The best strategy will be to ignore the dog. It'll eventually calm down and stop paying attention to you. In other words, the more you show your anxiety and flail your arms, the more likely the dog is to attack. If there's someone around, you may try to ask for help, but don't raise your voice. Keep it calm and low-pitched instead. If you've fallen through ice into freezing water, try to get back to the edge of the ice. Don't pull yourself out by grabbing it. The edge will keep breaking and you'll exhaust yourself in no time. Kick your legs until your body is positioned horizontally in the water. After that, get out of the water and onto the ice like a seal. Once you've made it there, don't stand up. Remain spread out. This way your weight will be distributed over a larger area. Then the ice will be less likely to break. If you're at sea and spot a whirlpool coming towards you, don't panic. If you understand which way it's spinning, ride its side and use the whirlpool's current to catapult you out of danger. If you start fighting it, you're likely to get pulled inside. There's also a chance a whirlpool will dissolve or become weaker closer to the bottom. So if you do get trapped by it, take a deep breath and wait for an opportunity to swim away and up. If you're stuck in a falling elevator, lie down on your back and try to occupy as much space as possible. Your body fat and muscles are compressible. They'll absorb the impact force. If you can't lie down, opt for sitting. It's still better than standing. Your backside will act like an airbag in a car. But whatever position you take, try to cover your head. The best way to do it is to put one arm in front of your face and the other on the back of your neck. A lightning storm might catch you out in the open, and there will be nowhere to hide. Kneel or squat down with your head between your knees and your hands covering your ears. If there's a tall object in the area, stay away from it. There must be a distance of at least two objects' heights between you and this thing. Other people count too. So if you get caught in a storm with a group of friends, spread out until it's over. If you get trapped under some debris, for example during an earthquake, your main task is to protect your breathing organs. Plus, you have to make your air supply last as long as possible. Take your shirt off and tie its bottom in a knot. Then put it back on your head through the neck hole. The knot should be on the top of your head. This way, you'll get a makeshift hood that will protect your face from dust, sand, and debris. It will also provide you with a bit of oxygen while you're trying to get back to the surface. If you see a tornado closing in and you have no basement in your house, lie down in a bathtub. Use a pillow to protect your head from all kinds of debris that may fall down. Experts claim that the plumbing in the bathroom walls adds structural strength to this place. But if your bathroom has windows or an exterior-facing wall, opt for a more secure place, for example, a closet. The more walls that separate you from the tornado, the better. Smoke is the most life-threatening thing about a house fire. If you find yourself trapped in a burning building, stay low and crawl toward the nearest exit. The smoke usually rises up to the ceiling. That's why crouching might help you to avoid inhaling it. 
If you have a piece of cloth or a handkerchief, put it against your mouth. It'll act as a filter against the smoke. If you got stuck in quicksand, do all you can to keep your head and arms above the surface at all times. Start to carefully wiggle your legs. Quicksand should fill the space they once occupied. As soon as you can, stretch out on your back. It'll increase your surface area. Keep making tiny movements until your legs are free. You can also use backstroke motions with your arms. It'll help pull your legs out. If you've gotten caught in an avalanche and are being dragged along with a huge mass of snow, try to stay on top of it. To do it, make swimming motions with your whole body as if you were moving against the river current. When you feel the avalanche is slowing down, try to raise something over its surface. It can be your arm, leg, or a ski pole. This way, rescuers will find you more easily. With the other hand, make a small air pocket in front of your face. Try to slow down your breathing to save as much air as possible. Bottom line, if all these things keep happening to you over and over, you're not very lucky, are you? So please, don't invite me along on your next vacation. You can turn ordinary matches into waterproof ones. Just apply a thin varnish coat to the matches and let them dry. This way, they won't get wet even if you drop the box in the water. If your house has more than one floor, it's a good idea to acquire fire escape ladders. Put them in several strategic locations on the top floors. This way, if the downstairs gets blocked off by a fire, you'll have another way to escape from the burning house. A bottle of water can start a fire if it stays under direct sunlight long enough. In this case, the bottle will act as a lens, focusing all the light and heat in one spot. Never leave bottles lying around in a car on a sunny day, and keep them away from the windows at home. If you have a metallic taste in your mouth while you're in a large body of water, or in a swimming pool, it means problems. Somewhere around, there's an electrical short circuit. Get out of the water right away. If you touch the source of the short circuit, it'll end up badly. If your wrists are tied with zip ties, rotate them and move back and forth against each other. It's likely to loosen the cords a bit, and you'll be able to remove the ties. Also, while being tied, clench your fists. It will expand the muscles on your hands, and the ties will feel looser as soon as you relax your hands again. It'll let you wriggle your hands out of the plastic cords. Don't eat snow when you're thirsty. It's mostly air, not water. Your body will spend tons of energy while you eat as much snow as possible, yet this won't quench your thirst. Your body will also lose precious heat, trying to warm the snow up. Better to melt it first and then drink. If your hair is standing on end during a thunderstorm, it's your clue that you should get inside right away. When the positive charge of your body interacts with the negative charge of the storm, it makes your hair stand up. If you don't get indoors, you might get struck by lightning. If you're in a desert, try to move as little as possible during the day. Find some shade or create it from the materials you have at hand. Stay there until it's dark. At night, you'll use less energy when moving, and you'll avoid the scorching sun. Never use bleach and cleaning products that contain ammonia at the same time and in the same room. Their vapors will mix in the air and create a toxic gas called chloramine. It can seriously harm your health, leading to breathing problems. Keep in mind that ammonia is a common ingredient in window cleaning products. 
If your car got stuck far away from civilization and you don't have a phone or radio to call for help, a spare tire can save your life. While burning, it'll produce thick black smoke visible from miles away. The chances are someone will notice your SOS signal and come to your rescue. Even if you're dressed warmly enough, there are always some parts of your body left exposed to cold weather. A simple can of petroleum jelly will help you with that. Apply it to exposed parts of your skin, and it will protect you from frostbite. But don't rely on it for long periods of time. Seek shelter or fire as fast as you can. Another trick is to let your shoes a bit loose. It will help blood circulation in your feet and will make them warmer. You need a magnet, a needle, something floaty like foam or straw, and a glass of water. Magnetize a needle by rubbing it against a magnet. Then put two pieces of floaty stuff you have on both sides of the needle. Let it float in the water, and it will eventually stop in one direction. Just like a compass, it will point to the north. Getting a couple of bites is not that extreme, but trying to find your way in the wilds without getting a good rest is dangerous. You can repel all flies and mosquitoes away by burning herbs. Garlic, rosemary, mint, or thyme all of these herbs' smell will scare away all the pesky insects around. Or you can make a trap. Cut a plastic bottle in half and put sticky tape on its edges. Pour sugar water inside and add some yeast. Mosquitoes will get attracted to it and then trapped on the tape. See? Now you're gonna start carrying yeast with you on your camping trips. Hey, rise and shine! Don't let yourself go dry. Use dew and collect rainwater. Having a tent with you is good anyways, but try to hang it a bit loosely so it will collect water for you. If there's no such luck as rain, tie a scrolled piece of cloth around your leg and go through the high grass in the morning. It will collect dew that you can squeeze out into a bottle. Take two containers, one a bit taller than the other. Fill the tall container with dirty water. Twist a piece of cloth and put one end of it into the filled container, feeding the other into the empty one. It will take some time, but a piece of cloth will soak up all the moisture and transport it from one vessel to the other. Good news is, all the dirt and debris will be lost in the process. Don't forget to boil the water to further assure your safety. You'll need a 9-volt battery for that. Simply putting both contacts of this battery against a piece of steel wool leads to a small short circuit spark that spreads right away. Put some cotton balls to the place where the spark appears, and here you go. You've started a fire. Just remember that you need to always keep the fire small and have at least one trusty way to quickly extinguish it. Like your bladder. Hey, it's a twofer! Put out the fire and entertain the other campers. Well, not the gum itself, but its tinfoil wrapper. First, cut it lengthwise into three parts. Then cut each of them in a bow tie shape with the center about 1 16th of an inch wide. Before proceeding, put on gloves. Tinfoil will burn fast and you need to protect your hands. Place one side of your tinfoil bow tie to the plus contact of the battery and the other to the minus contact. If you prepared some dry grass or firewood, you'll have yourself a campfire in no time. You need a clay pot, of course, candles, a metal rod, and support for them. The support must be able to hold the metal rod vertically. Turn the clay pot upside down and place it on top of the rod so that it hangs in the air. Place some candles around the rod and light them. 
the heat from the candles will get trapped under the pot. It will absorb this heat and radiate it around. This way, even candles would become a useful source of warmth. You can use any source of natural fat instead of wax, and you can use a simple paper tissue or toilet paper to make a wick. For example, cut a butter stick in half with wrapping paper still in it. Take one half and make a deep hole in it with a thin stick. Twist a piece of toilet paper into a wick and push it down the hole with the same stick. Wax the wick with butter and light it up. This candle will burn for 4 hours straight. Try not to leave a pan or a deep fryer unsupervised. But if you did, and your cooking oil caught fire, do not attempt to extinguish this fire with water. It'll only make the flame shoot higher. Instead, immediately turn off the heat and cover the pan with a damp cloth or a lid. It'll starve the fire of oxygen, putting it out. Alternatively, if a fire is still small and therefore manageable, dump a handful of baking soda or salt on it. It'll smother the flames. A kitchen fire extinguisher can also be handy here. If your car conks out in the middle of a railroad track and a train is approaching, abandon the vehicle as fast as you can. After that, run away from the track but towards the upcoming train. If you choose the same direction as the train is moving, you'll find yourself in the path of your late car's debris, and you'll have to duck under the flying big pieces. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, it's getting dark and you've got that gut feeling as if someone's after you. The first thing you might want to do is to start walking slightly faster. This trick can help you either get rid of the suspicious person behind you or confirm your worst fear. Now it's official. There's somebody dogging you. Your heart rate is insane. The heart pumps your blood as never before. Try to make turns. Three or four right turns are enough to bring you back to your starting position. This trick will do two things. First, you'll have a chance to disappear, especially if you know the neighborhood well. Second, you'll once again confirm this person is after you. Try to take those turns wisely. The moment you make one, start running to make the follower lose sight of you. Don't do that if you've never been to this area. The odds aren't in your favor. You're more likely to get lost, or worse, get trapped in a dead end. You might get lucky and meet someone you know in the street, like your beefy neighbor with that Rottweiler you're kind of afraid of. If there are some people walking by, even if you've never seen them before, just say loudly, hey there! Basically pretend you're friends. Tell them someone is following you and ask them if they can walk with you to a more public area until you find another way to get home. A big no is to enter your condo when you've been followed, even if a group of people are offering to help. Sounds creepy, but your street follower will probably remember where you live and might want to come back later. But let's consider you're not lucky. The street is deserted, there's only you and that creepy person behind. Make sure your clothes won't let you down. If you're wearing a hoodie, tuck the hood down the back of your jacket to hide it. If your hair is up in a ponytail or bun, 
let it down as you walk. It'll be harder for your follower to grab your entire set of hair or pull your clothes if they have nothing to hold on to. Your clothes and shoes can actually help you escape if you were caught by a stranger. You can try to squeeze out of a jacket, hopefully you've got the front zip kind. High-heeled shoes seem to have been designed for self-protection, certainly not for walking. One of the most effective techniques to save yourself when you're being attacked is the foot stomp. Stamp with all your strength you've got on the top of your stalker's foot. Sounds rough, but it will definitely draw their attention to more urgent stuff. Flat shoes will work too, but they're obviously less effective. You gotta shake that stranger off. If you aren't far away from the busy road you just left, you can pretend you've forgotten something. Pat your pockets, act like you're looking for something. Say out loud, shoot, where's my wallet? Don't go, look for the phone, the stranger's gonna think you don't have it, which makes it easier to catch you. Also, never say that you've lost your keys. They'll come in handy later. Now, start walking even faster in the opposite direction. Your stalker will be less likely to pursue someone who's running towards a busy road. Bonus! They were probably after your wallet, not you. They aren't really that likely to dog someone who doesn't have money. 